The breeze is blowing from right field to left field, and we are underway as the first pitch misses low. Taken for ball one by Gracie Wright. Want to know your counts? First pitch brought to you by Boyd and Associates. Turning complicated matters into simple concepts. Greer with the pitch. Low and outside. It misses for ball two. Two balls. No strikes. Last time I saw Ava Greer pitch was over in Arcadia Valley, and she pitched a pretty good ball game. She had a little control trouble at times. Fought off foul. Two balls and a strike your count. Ava Greer against the Central Lady Rebels. Seven innings complete, allowed 11 hits, seven runs. Five of them were earned. Walked three, struck out nine. The count remains two balls and a strike. Here's the pitch to right. High chopper towards second. Coming on is Schweiger. She got it. Quick turn to first to get the speedy Gracie Wright up the line for out number one in the top of the first. Well, she chopped down on it, put it right down into the dirt. It bounced up high. Nice little play there by Maya Schweiger as she picked it up on the hop, threw quickly to first base to get the speedy right over at first, and there is one down. Here comes J.C. Tongay to the plate. Tongay watches the first one go by for a strike. Count is 0-1. Tongay digs back in, crowding the plate, right-handed batter's box, straight-up stance. Hits this one into the gap in left center field. It'll drop down for a base hit and hop in front of the fence. Big turnaround first for Tongay, but she'll backtrack to second base as Schmelzy tracked it down. And Glenn, Schmelzy would have had a chance at that one, but right as the pitch was being delivered, she shuffled from straightaway center field towards right field and got hit into left. Yeah, even the idea of moving one way when the ball goes the other way is enough to get uh, enough space in there for the ball to get down. And you're right, if she had stayed straight away or maybe got a little bit of a jump towards the ball, she might have picked that one up before it hit the ground. Morgan Simile digs in, watches one go by on the outside part of the plate for a strike. Oh, and one, your count. And that's not to knock Schmelz here. I think no. she was playing the pitch in that situation because it was a pitch away from Tongay. Normally you'd think, okay, if she's going to hit it anywhere, she's going to hit it away. This time she was able to get enough on it to pull it as out is Morgan Simile. It was popped up and right in front of the dugout. Otherwise, County Lady Bulldogs, Alyssa Beckerman's got it as she crashes into the chain link fence for out number two. That is a tough play, a ball knuckling away from you, headed toward the dugout. That is the West County dugout, so you know they're not helping her out. And she got over there and caught it anyway for the second out of the inning. In there for a strike. Count is 0-1 on Reese Smith. Smith watches it pass by on the outside, but got enough of the zone for a called strike, and the count quickly 0-2. Well, both uh, the, well, actually the first three runners are coming up into the plate of this inning have been watching a lot of pitches early on, and they've been doing that with Ava Greer just a bit here. This time, the first two pitches were over for a strike. That one just a little outside for ball one. Tongay at first, two outs, top of the first inning. Grounded to first, knocked down by Beckerman. It gets past Schweiger at second base. There's no play to make. It's almost overplaying the bag at second is Tongay. She kind of falls to the turf. Just to keep her foot on the bag and prevent being out at second base. It's two on and two outs on the top of the first inning with Grace Barton coming to the dish. And that's another one of those balls that was hit off the end of the bat that was knuckling. It was headed right towards the second baseman. And then it kind of took a right turn when it hit the ground out by first base and started towards the first baseman. I'm going to rule that an infield single. I don't think they were beating out Reese Smith to the bag. No. 
First pitch, a strike. Count 0-1. Grace Barton up at the plate. Two on, one in scoring position. The 0-1 waved at behind on the fastball Barton. And she's behind in the count, 0-2. She seemed to be looking for something different there, and when that pitch came, she was way out in front of it. The 0-2. Swung and a miss, strike three. Ava Greer gets the strikeout to end the top of the first inning and leave two stranded. No runs, two hits, no errors, and no score through half an inning of play. We head to the bottom of the first. We'll see the St. Genevieve Dragons come to the plate for the first time after this on KFMO. To make a positive difference in our community, this is the mission statement of Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. Branch manager David Parmley and his staff are proud to be a part of the different communities that they serve. Their employees supply fresh milk and dairy products to local grocery stores and markets that they too shop at. They are proud to support our local communities where they live, work, and raise their families. Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. Graphic Options is our area's custom t-shirt and apparel manufacturer. Located at 120 West Pine in Farmington, Graphic Options offers a wide selection of options, including vinyl, screen print, embroidery, and more. Graphic Options in Farmington, a proud sponsor of high school sports. Started back in 1982, Dalton Home Improvement has grown to be one of the most competitive siding companies in Missouri. Owned by Hank Kinsey, his crews are highly qualified installers, experienced in new construction and rehab. Dalton Home Improvement, 431-2373, proud to be a part of high school sports. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by American Family Insurance Agent Harry Peterson in Farmington, Bryant Restoration in Bonterre, Mineral Area Overhead Door in Park Hills, and CarSmart of Farmington. The first inning, no score. We'll see the St. Genevieve Dragons step to the plate for the first time this game and bring you their starting lineup brought to you by J.J. Fickers Insurance Agency. 63 East School Street in Bonterre. Allow J.J. to help protect your family with life insurance. Shortstop Ava Huber leads things off. She's followed in the order by Brenna Wiener, the left fielder for the Dragons. Batting third, third baseman Maddie Terry. Behind the plate, batting cleanup, it's Chloe Staffin. In the five spot, Mallory Wolk. She'll be playing right field today. The first baseman is Alyssa Beckerman. She's batting sixth. Seven hitters, Hope Schmelzley. She plays center field for St. Genevieve. Second baseman is Mia Schweiger. She bats eighth. And rounding out the lineup, it's Alyssa Cook. Again, it's Huber, Wiener, Terry, Staffen, Wolk, Beckerman, Schmelzley, Schweiger, and Cook the order for the St. Genevieve Dragons. This one hit into right center field, and it drops with some backspin in front of Lily Francis. She has to come back on to play it. And it's a leadoff single for Ava Huber on a bloop fly ball to right center field. You met Lily Francis in right. Let's bring you the rest of the fielding alignment for the West County Lady Bulldogs today. Here is Glenn Berry. All right, J.C. Tongay is in left field. Morgan Simley in center. Lily Francis in right. It's Reese Smith at third. Alex Hedge or Alexis Hedgecourt at short. Lacey Lamar will be at second as the first pitch. Gets by the catcher. Goes to the backstop and runner down to uh, second base. Lacey Lamar will be at second base. Riley Kovalowski over at first. Grace Barton behind the plate. And Gracie Wright is on the mound. Tongay, Simley, Francis, Smith, Hedgecourt, Lamar, and Kovalowski on the infield, Barton behind the plate and right on the mound. Starting lineups come courtesy of Shelter Insurance. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Your local shelter insurance agents. We're your shield. We're your shelter. Again, missing four ball. Gracie Wright, 2-0 and oh, your count. You talked about that great pitching performance of hers in the last time out, shutting down a very good Valley Catholic team. She's going to have to kind of uh, come up and do that here in this inning. She wants to remain scoreless. 
Grounded to short, cross to first, and it pulls the first baseman, Kavalowski, off the bag. The throw is offline from Hedgecourt. It's an E6, and everyone's safe. Huber at third, Wiener at first, nobody out, bottom of the first inning. And I would say this, and this is no knock against the first baseman, Kovalowski, a taller girl, that wouldn't have happened. She's just not the tallest girl at first base on the infield, and she had to get up off the ground to get to it, and that's why it pulled her foot off the bag with her motion. Maddie Terry will come to the plate now with runners at the corners. No score, bottom of the first inning, nobody out. Gracie Wright in trouble. The first pitch. This is low and inside for a ball. Popped out of the glove of Grace Barton. Taken off her second base as a wiener. She was going nonetheless. She's trying to draw the double steal. They'll let her have it anyway. And the count sits 1-0 for Terry. You mentioned the impressive performance from Gracie Wright yesterday. Here's her pitching line. She pitched seven innings, allowing four hits, walked one, struck out ten. Chopper right back to her. She looks the runner back at third, gets the out at first. Nobody else moves. Huber stays at third. Wiener stays at second. One down, bottom of the first inning. And this is reminiscent of, in that game, Gracie Wright was in some serious trouble with nobody out in the top of the sixth inning, or bottom of the sixth, rather, and the bases loaded, and she escaped it unscathed. That's what she's hoping to do right here. Great play by her just to get to the ball, field it, look that runner back. She knew she had time to do that and then get the throw over to first and make a good throw as well. Two in scoring position. She got one of the three outs she needs to pull the Houdini Act once again, and she starts off ahead in the count to Chloe Staffin, 0-1. The pitch to Staffen, low and inside, misses for a ball. We're all even at a ball and a strike. Staffen in the semifinal contest against the Central Liddy Rebels, one for three with two RBIs. She was very impressive in the quarterfinal 17-0 victory over the Kingston Lady Cougars as a bunt is dropped up the first baseline. It's touched up in foul territory by the catcher, Barton. Staffen was three for three with two runs and two RBIs, a home run and a double in the victory over the Kingston Cougars in the quarterfinal rounds. And the count sits a ball and two strikes to her as Gracie Wright would love to get a strike out here. The one-two. Pulled up the line, but foul into left field. That's two runs if that lands fair, but Chloe Staffen, little too out in front of it. Yeah, just a little bit too early, and other than that, that was a hard-hit line drive right down the line. Just kept tailing foul and eventually hit the fence over there on the left side. The 1-2. Pop fly, high in the air. Center field getting ready to tag is Huber. Morgan Simile's got it. The throw comes home, and back to third is Huber. A pin-perfect throw from Morgan Simile. It would have required that to keep Huber at third, and it does the job. There's two down. Quite frankly, I did not know if she had a chance at getting that runner at home or not. But, man, she uncorked one a little bit high, but uh, they weren't taking any chances at third base. That'll bring Mallory Wolk to the plate. Pitch got the high outside corner, and the count is 0-1. We always talk about confidence, and we talk about uh, momentum. You get out of this inning after having second and third, nobody out with no run scoring. That has got to change the momentum. Misses for a ball, gets away from Barton, coming off the bag at third is Huber, but not far enough away. She has to scamper back. This is a ball field with not a lot of room behind home plate, so that ball did get past her, but he just rolled kind of to a, a dead stop. It did not go far enough to get that runner home from third. Fought off foul. Count remains a ball and two strikes. Count is one and two. 
I think Mallory Wolk was looking for a fastball. She got it, but it was high. She couldn't really do anything with it, so she fouled it off. Gracie Wright trying to escape danger. The one-two. Swung on a miss. Strike three. Behind on the fastball is Mallory Wolk. And again, with two in scoring position and nobody out for the second day in a row, Gracie Wright escapes unscathed. That is a great St. Louis and once said. It's deja vu all over again through one inning complete. No score. West County and St. Genevieve in the MAAA Conference Tournament Championship game on KFMO. At Ledco Community Credit Union, the mobile app makes it easier than ever to handle all of your daily banking needs. Designed to be intuitive and simple to use, the app offers you access to a wide range of popular features, including account balance and transfer, transfers between Ledco accounts, schedule, manage and pay bills, as well as mobile deposit capture. See their website for download instructions. The staff at Ledco Community Credit Union can make your life easier and more convenient, and they're proud to sponsor high school sports online you can hear award-winning high school sports broadcasts on your computer or your ipad or you can download the kfmo radio app and have high school sports on any mobile device brought to you by kfmo and our partners at ledco community credit union visit us online at ledco.org or visit both of our branches one in park hills one in farmington ledco community credit union High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Wade's Automotive in Farmington, Prairie Farms Dairies in Park Hills, Sam Sism Ford Lincoln in Park Hills, Missouri Baptist University in Farmington, and Weems Insurance Agency in Farmington. Top of the second inning we go. 6-7-8 due up for the West County Lady Bulldogs. Alexis Hedgecourt gets all into this one, but it comes up a few feet shy of a home run as Mallory Wilkes got it for out number one. Well, Hedgecourt, the wind has died down a little bit, but still hit it into the wind, into right field. She pulls that to left, maybe the wind, if it picks up just a little bit, can carry it the rest of the way needed for a home run. You know, as announcers, you watch the outfielders when the ball is hit out there, especially when it's hit high because you're not sure where it's headed to as the ball is fouled off the right field side into the corner. And so I'm looking at the right fielder at that time, Mallory Wolk, and she looked like she was headed back to the fence to watch it go, but she kind of made a little bit of a turn and made the catch. Tavoloski coming up to the plate. The one pulled foul. By the way, that uh, great St. Louis one you were talking about, was that Mike Shannon? No, it was Yogi Berra. Yogi Berra, yeah. Deja vu all over again. That's one of his famous yogiisms. The reason I bring up Mike Shannon, he was actually at the game today, and he hadn't been seen in a while. The 0-2, swing and a miss to the backstop. It goes as Staffen couldn't handle it. The throw to first is high, and turning towards second is Kavaloski, and she's tagged out by Schweigert, who's backing up. What a headsy play from Mia Schweiger. Kavaloski was safe on the high throw to first, turned to second, and now C.J. Wright. Going to make his way across the diamond and have a conversation with the first base umpire. I think he's going to try to argue that Kavaloski didn't turn towards second. You can turn over your left shoulder. You just can't turn as if you're going to second base. And that's the argument he's trying to make. And the infield umpire walking away from him and signals out. Kavaloski is out. And I, I'm with the umpire on that one. I think she did turn towards second, not just over her left shoulder. 
And now the C.J. Wright trying to appeal to the home plate umpire. Even though the infield umpire walked away from him, C.J. hasn't gotten his money's worth quite yet. And now they're going to get together and discuss this. You know, what I actually thought maybe had happened is as she ran, as she went over the bag, I didn't know if she actually touched the bag as she went over, and I thought maybe that was part of it as well. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of a judgment call for the first base umpire. If he thinks he made that, she made that turn, then there's not much else you can talk about. Well, the throw was high, and... They nod. Yeah, they're not going to overturn. They're going to keep it at two outs. You've got to give them a lot of credit, though. I mean, the first base umpire made the call. Then when they were asked about it, he made the call the second time. C.J. Wright got a little hot about it. He said something else, and the first base umpire said, you know what, let's go talk about it. You've got to give them credit for actually doing that. And so technically speaking, I think that counts as a drop third strike reached on a wild pitch. And then does that count as picked off? I guess other is what I'll put it down as in my scoring book. That's an interesting question. I have to think about that for a minute. Because she was safe at first base. Mm -hmm. It's still a strikeout safe on a wild pitch because she was out after she reached first base safely. Lacey Lamar, one and one count to her as she swings over the top of the breaking ball from Ava Greer. The one-one. Low and outside. Misses four ball. Two balls and a strike. What it is, it's a lot of paperwork is what it yeah. is. You know. A lot of uh, pencil markings being made on <laughs> scorebooks, keeping track of this game. The 2-1. Not mine, though, with the game changer that I've been using. I love this thing for exactly that reason. I don't have to erase anything. i got a nice clean undo button. It does all the math for me. I hate math. That's why I work in radio. It's phenomenal. <laughs> Pitch dropped in for a strike, 3-2. and two. Two outs in the top of the second inning. Ava Greer looking to send down the order, send down the three batters that come to the plate in order in an unconventional manner, and she does. Swing and a miss for the strikeout from Ava Greer, her third strikeout of the game, and through an inning and a half, we are still scoreless. To the bottom of the second we go. The St. Genevieve Dragons with 6-7-8 due up when we return after this on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Kilster Mary Lee Corporation is hiring owner-operators for a growing and busy fleet at their Southeast Missouri facility. Drivers will pull Gilster Mary Lee trailers. Owner-operators are paid all miles at $1.85 per mile plus $11.50 per hour for downtime and drivers are given weekly settlements. Loads consist of no-touch freight and round-trip dispatch so drivers can be home each week. Keep busy all year round in return after each load. Call Mike Welker at 800-851-5371. That's 800-851-5371. Precious memories left behind Bring us joy and peace of mind When we celebrate the life of those we love Proud to be a part of high school sports, Cozy Memorial Chapel and Crematorium, 217 West Columbia in Farmington. The St. Francis County Community Partnership is a proud supporter of local high school sports, and they remind you to stay alcohol and drug-free for your best possible performance. The St. Francis County Community Partnership, adding value, bringing hope, online at sfccp.org. Inning, no score, and the St. Genevieve Dragons return to the plate after putting two in scoring position, but they were unable to get them any further than that. And ahead in the count is the pitcher, Gracie Wright, who escaped that danger. Count is 0-1. Make it 0-2 is Beckerman behind on the fastball high and outside. You know, you could do a whole day about uh, Yogi Berra sayings. You said the one about uh, deja vu all over again. My favorite of all time is, if you don't go to your friends' funerals, they won't come to yours. <laughs> 
Swing and a miss. Fastball upstairs. A strikeout from Gracie Wright to send Beckerman back to the dugout. I think my favorite is nobody goes there anymore. It's too crowded. <laughs> That's probably my favorite yogiism if I had yep. to pick one. Two-thirds of baseball is half mental or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Hard to believe the Cardinals had a chance to draft him and chose Joe Garagiola instead. Here's my thing. I would have loved for Yogi Berra to be a manager in today's day and age. Because with all the yogiisms, he would have been a modern baseball version of Mike Leach. Mm-hmm. The 1-0. Popped up. Foul territory. It hooks out of play. Ball and a strike to Hope Schmelzley. I mean, can you imagine just like every day on Twitter be a new clip of just some yogi saying that makes you scratch your head and go, huh? <laughs> the 1-1. Dropped in for a strike. A ball and two strikes to Hope Schmelzley. Kind of waiting for a signal there. The umpire didn't really kind of make a, a signal very quickly there. It's been a little late with the calls today. The 1-2. A little excuse me swing and getting a piece of it somehow with Schmelzley. Means a ball and two strikes count. No one two. Inside the deck getter. Yeah. Got a piece of Hope Schmelzley. So she'll make her way up the line to first. And with one out, there's a runner on for St. Genevieve with Mia Schweiger coming to the dish. Well, that's not what you want to do if you're Gracie Wright. You had her down one and two. You uh, got a foul on the next pitch, and then you throw one inside, a little bit too close inside, brushes that uh, left hip of Hope Schmelzley, so she'll go down to uh, first base, and that'll bring up Maya Schweiger, Mia Schweiger rather here, the second baseman. Pops it up, shallow center field. Shortstop Hedgecourt is there for the second out. I love this ballpark. I'm, I'm looking over Beautiful at the, field. the field itself and then the trains sitting outside. Yeah. That just makes the whole thing. It's kind of like watching a minor league baseball team somewhere. Well, you got a less obstructed view of them as well in the backdrop here than you do at Yanks Field down in St. Genevieve. And mm-hmm. with softball being a far smaller ballpark, a closer view as well. Pitch misses to Alyssa Cook, the nine-hitter and designated player, batting in place of the pitcher Ava Greer. And the count is 1-0. Second pitch to her, fouled off. Ball and a strike. Uh, I like that the you can actually see the trains from here as well. It's definitely a cool touch. Beautiful scoreboard in left center field as well. And the American flag next to it being flanked by the St. Genevieve flag on the right-hand side and the prisoner of war missing an action flag to its left. Called strike, ball and two strikes your count to Alyssa Cook. 190 all the way around here at Leon's Field. I'm not saying they need to do like the uh, old movie Brewster's Millions and put the tracks through the outfield or anything. (laughs) The one-two misses for a ball. Two balls and two strikes. That's an aspect of baseball that I definitely miss is how you don't see many more obstacles in the field. And I'm sure the people actually playing baseball love that that's (laughs) no longer the case. This one has popped up into shallow center field. Coming on, Morgan Simile. She's got it for the third and final out. But it was always a funny touch when you'd see, you know, the flagpoles in the middle of center field out at, uh, uh, what is it, in uh, Houston where the Astros play. That used to be the case. Monument Park used to be in the middle of Yankee Stadium in left center field. Not the case anymore. We are through two innings of play. No score. West County and St. Genevieve. A pitcher's duel so far between Ava Greer and... Gracie Wright on AM 1240 KFMO.
Ozarks Federal Savings and Loans Mobility App allows you to bank right from your smartphone or tablet. Just download the Ozarks Federal Mobility App in your app store. With Mobility, you can deposit checks remotely, check your account balances, transfer funds between accounts, pay bills online, and more. Ozarks Federal Mobility App, a convenient way to bank from anywhere. To find out more, go to OFSL.bank or call one of our knowledgeable account specialists. Ozarks Federal, the homeowner's bank. Always loyal, always local. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. We care and take care of you when it comes to your insurance needs. I'm Chris Morrison, your local State Farm agent in Farmington. Our agency will take the time to sit down with you and develop an insurance plan best suited for you and your family. Learn more online at ChrisMorrisonAgency.com. We're proud to be a part of high school sports. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by the Riverside Grill in Park Hills, Ledco Community Credit Union in Farmington and Park Hills, the St. Francis County Community Partnership in Farmington, Culver's in Farmington, and Edward Jones agents Josh Brown in Farmington and Allison Kennan in Park Hills. 9-1-2 due up for the West County Lady Bulldogs. No score through two innings of play as we head to the third and an 0-1 count. Natalie Walmack, she pulls this one to the shortstop Huber. Across the first, keeping her foot on the bag is Beckerman for the outs. That was an offline throw, and Beckerman just saved Ava Huber from having an error in her individual stat sheet. Yeah, and the first base coach down there from uh, West County was lobbying quite a bit for the first base umpire to make the same call he made earlier, but this time he said no. Foot was on the bag, and that is out number one. Ricky Lynn Wright, the younger sister and aunt of Gracie Wright, younger sister of CJ Wright, the head coach, aunt to Gracie Wright, who singles her way up the middle. Girls softball and in any kind of uh, level, whether it's high school or college, you got to keep your eyes on the ball wherever you are on the field. Even a ground ball to second base, as we just saw a moment ago, can be a little bit tricky if you don't play it smoothly and get it over there. A bunt, foul. Hang on, are they saying it was a miss? I thought the umpire signaled foul. And now coming out to try to challenge that is Becky Kime, and I think she's confirming whether or not that was fouled. And Gracie Wright will stay at second. They say a swing and a miss on the bunt try. Well, I thought it was fouled as well, but I guess apparently she did not get the bat around on it. Swing and a miss. That time definitely a swing and a miss. And the count is 0-2 on J.C. Tongay with Gracie Wright at second base, searching for the ball game's first run. So my question is, that first pitch seemed to be way outside. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Tange goes down for out number two. And the reason I say that is if she didn't, I don't know. <laughs> well, it was above the head of Chloe Staffen behind the plate. Yeah. I mean, that's why I thought it was a foul ball in part mm-hmm. because it just went way over her head. And it was already upstairs to begin with. But it kind of looked like it just changed direction in the last second. I guess it just went off the tip of Staffen's glove untouched. Must have. Count is 0-1 as Morgan Simley fouls off the first pitch she sees. Leo-1 pulled on the left-hand side, and it goes off of Huber, but it got Gracie right first. So it's the third and final out to end the inning as Morgan Simley grounds it right to Gracie Wright. And we are through two and a half. To the bottom of the third we go. St. Genevieve, West County, scoreless. Turn after this. You're listening to coverage of the MAAA Conference Tournament Championship game on KFMO. 
To everyone who needs a little delight in their day, let our team member Paul tell you about one of our favorite sweet treats. Making special moments at mealtime is a tradition in Wisconsin. And what better way to sweeten your day than a Culver's creamy, fresh frozen custard and your favorite mix-ins? We handcraft every concrete mixer exactly the way you like. From caramel to your favorite candies like Butterfinger. Come to Culver's and let us make your day a little bit sweeter. From Wisconsin with love, welcome to Delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. Hi folks, John Robinson here, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. It's finally springtime and boy, we're excited. We've got lots of inventory, big rebates, 2023 Grand Cherokee L's, rebates up to $5,500 plus big Pettis discounts. The truck you're looking for, we've got them, half tons, three quarters and one tons. Custom, lifted, leather, you name it, diesels, gas, no matter what it is, we've got them with discounts and rebates. So come see us, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. Bottom of the third inning, it's the West County Lady Bulldogs and the St. Genevieve Dragons. No score as the top of the order is due up for St. Genevieve. Huber, Wiener, and Terry will all bat here. Train horn sounding in the background here at Leon's Field as this one hit the opposite way to right field. It'll drop in for a base hit. Ava Huber with a leadoff single to begin the bottom of the third inning. Her second hit of the ball game. All she needed to do was just get it over that uh, first baseman, second baseman area. Both those uh, ladies playing in just a bit. She just got it up over their heads and into right field for a leadoff hit, and that could be a uh, big start for St. Genevieve. Pair of bloop singles for Huber. Here comes Wiener to the plate. She's 0 for 1 today so far. Reached on an error commit by the shortstop, Hedgecourth. Pitch misses for a ball as Wiener pulls back on the bunt try. Wright gets the signal from her father, head coach C.J. Wright. The 1-0 from Gracie. Bunt right back to her. She's going to go to first with it. The out is made as covering the bag at first base is Kavalowski. Now she'll throw to second, but it's just to keep Huber there at second base. Sacrifice successful, though. It moves the runner over a bag. It was a good bunt. Got it out in front of the plate. Got it to where the uh, runner could get to second base without being caught. And a uh, good play by Gracie Wright to get the sure out at first base. And it sets the table for Maddie Terry. First pitch to her. She hits a slow roller towards second. Walmack comes on. Underhand toss to Kavalowski at first for the out there. Huber, it was such a slow developing play. She easily made her way to third base. A lot of folks would say, okay, yeah, you moved the runner over, but there's two outs now. Well, we're talking about softball. You're talking about the potential for just about anything to occur. Put the ball in play now, and you may wind up getting yourself a run. Here comes Chloe Staff into the dish, 0 for 1 on the day so far. Pop out to center field, and she pops this one up to left center field. In fact, it won't even make it to the outfield as Hedgecourt. She's got it right on the edge of the grass for the third and final out as Gracie Wright again leaves another runner stranded in scoring position. We are through three innings complete. Still no score in the MAAA Conference Tournament Championship game. You're listening to coverage of it right here on AM 1240 KFMO. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the Parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting Complete Vision Care as the the best eye doctor of the parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. Growing up, my parents always encouraged me to do what's right, even if it wasn't easy. I'd always hear my mother's voice say, do the right thing. That stuck with me. 
Every day, just do the right thing. That's it. The rest takes care of itself. At Shelter Insurance, we believe in doing the right thing for our customers and our communities. Find the award-winning service you need with the Haggerty Agency in Park Hills. Today's tax laws are complicated. A relatively simple return can be confusing. It is easy to overlook deductions to which you are entitled. Hi, I'm John Boyd with Boyd & Associates in Farmington. Accounting is what we do best. We are professional, experienced, affordable, and offer a broad range of services for business owners, executives, and independent professionals. We turn complicated matters into simple concepts. Find us online at boyd-cpa.com. Boyd & Associates, we are proud supporters of high school sports. Top of the fourth inning, four, five, six, due up for the West County Lady Bulldogs. Middle third of their order. It's Reese Smith who leads things off. She's one for one today. Single on a ground ball to first. Watches one go by for ball one. Want to know your count. Open stance for Smith in the right-handed batter's box. The one out. Fouled straight back. Ball on a strike. This game so far living up to the pitcher's duel hype that it had coming into this contest. Ava Greer, three innings allowing just three hits, striking out four, not walking anyone. Gracie Wright, three innings, two hits, two strikeouts, not walking anyone. Did hit one, however. And this one pulled on the left-hand side and into left field for a base hit. That's the hardest hit ball we've seen here today from uh, both games. That ball was clubbed right between the shortstop and third baseman into left field. Not much either one of those guys could do about it over there on the infield. Now West County trying to get something going. They've got Reese Smith at first. Nobody out top of the fourth inning. No score with Barton coming to the plate. And she watches the first pitch to her in her second at bat. Miss for ball one. Strikeout swinging. That's the day so far for Grace Barton. We're going to have two trains moving at the same time now. This is a first for me. Greer watches one. Clip the low outside corner for a strike. It's a 1-1 count to Grace Barton. Yeah, one train is leaving on the near side of the tracks. On the far side, one's going the opposite direction. Swing and a miss, one and two. Just need a train whistle, and we're we're ready to go. We got the horn before, not the whistle. Do <laughs> trains still use whistles like that? Uh, sometimes. The 1-2, swung and a miss. Upstairs fastball, Barton chases it, and she is down on strikes. And for Ava Greer, that is strikeout number five on the contest. Strikeouts are brought to you by Complete Vision Care. They offer quality eye care, premium eyewear, and a customized visual solution for every patient. With locations in Lettington and Fest, this is the ideal choice for your routine exams at anything regarding your eye care since 1966. Ball one delivered to Alexis Hedgecourt. Fly out to right field. That's her day. Still got Reese at first and one away in the top of the fourth. The pitch finds the corner on the outside part of the plate. It's a ball and a strike. Starting to get a little darker here. I'm sure we'll see some lights pretty doggone soon. And they're not on yet. But like you said, I imagine probably at the end of this inning we'll see them. Swing and a miss. Strike two to Hedgecourt. And she'll step out and recollect herself. Riley Kavalowski on deck. Yeah, Greer's got that ball that rises a little bit at the end, and I think it's really fooling West County right now. The 1-2, fouled back again. Greer, like I said, last year with her and Zipridge, both as freshmen, you could see as, whoa, this is the future of pitching in the conference right here. These two are good, and they're only freshmen. 
here as sophomores. It's them two and Gracie Wright, in my opinion, for the best three in the conference. This line drive behind Reese Smith as she avoids it, and she'll advance to second base, pushing for third, and she's in there safely as Hedgecourt goes to second on the throw. It's a single for Alexis Hedgecourt, and now West County threatens with two in scoring position. And a great job by Reese Smith down at third base. As she went in to slide at third base, she didn't go for the conventional uh, drop, you know, slide into the bag. She went around the outside of the bag, slid and touched it with her hand. That way the third baseman couldn't grab the ball and put the tag on her. She had to reach out of her way. That allowed the runner at uh, first to go on to second as well. Infield is in. Bunt is shown by Kavalowski. It misses on the outside. She pulls back the barrel of the bat and takes it for ball one. Want to know your count. And also uh, on that uh, particular hit by Alexis Hedgecourt, that ball came very close to hitting the runner as she was rounding the bag as well. 1-0. Taken for a ball. No, excuse me. It's in there for a strike. Counts it's one and one with two in scoring position. With one out, you want to put the ball in play. Bunt, foul back into the netting. Ball and two strikes. If you put the ball in play this time, even if you uh, can just put it to the right side, and that's what she's trying to do with the bunt is put it down the right side, you might get yourself a run here. The old school squeeze play. High and outside, missing for a ball, two and two. Imagine we won't see the bunt sign on with two strikes on. Kavalowski. She digs back in. The 2-2. Swing and a miss. High and outside. Kavalowski chases it. And I think we're seeing a little gamesmanship going on in the field as Hedgecourt, I don't know if you saw it, she signaled from second base that the catcher was setting up inside in Staffin. But that pitch was high and away. I think Staffin kind of knows that a headsy player like Hedgecourt at second base is going to be signaling that out. Hedgecourt doesn't single this time as Lamar behind on a fastball on the outside part of the plate. And the count is 0-1. There's so many ways you can do that. You can uh, have a signal where you're basically just holding your arms and, you know, maybe folding your arms or something. That means it's coming this way. Just some kind of a body motion. You see it a lot in softball where they'll signal where the catcher's setting up, just putting their arm out one side or the other. There's a swing and a miss. And now running Smith back to third base is the catcher staffing. The count is 0-2. Big smile on Chloe Staffan's face as she goes back behind the plate. She wasn't going to throw that ball because that's what Reese Smith wanted her to do was to throw the ball into the outfield so she could score. Or throw it and see if you can take off and beat the throw back to Staffan. Won't matter, though. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Two are left stranded in scoring position. No runs, two hits, and no errors in the inning. And Ava Greer... Likes before from Gracie Wright. Escapes unscathed. We're through three and a half to the bottom of the fourth. We go. It's no score. St. Genevieve and West County on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. It's finally warming up. The sun is shining. The rain is falling, which means the flowers are blooming. And I have a fever. Spring fever, that is. Ashley says I'm here from Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. The sunshine makes us happy around here, and we want to help spread the fever. So get outside and come check out our spring fever sales event. Cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs, from Ford to Volkswagen, and all makes and models in between. We have window tech specials popping up like daisies. Allergies may have you in a fog, but it's Claritin clear here this April. 
find your car, find your payment, and find yourself driving away in a newer and nicer car this spring with no hassles. Do some spring cleaning and trade your old car now, even if you owe more than it's worth. We want to help you jump over all those bad credit puddles and get you approved. You may just end up with spring fever too. Find your car, find your payment, and find yourself driving away in a newer, nicer car during our spring fever sales event. But hurry, we won't be spring cleaning for long. We want you to visit us today at Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home with a lifetime warranty. Call 431-3177 or shop online at SismFord.com. Some negative equity may be refinanced. Offers may not combine. See dealer for details. To the bottom of the fourth inning we go. No score. West County, St. Genevieve playing to a draw so far with Mallory Wolk coming to the plate. Five, six, and seven due up for St. Genevieve. This one golfed foul and into the netting by Mallory Wolk. No one count. We've got Beckerman and Schmelzley due up still this inning. 0 for 1 on the day is Mallory Wolk. Strikeout swinging her first time up. The 0-1. Upstairs, ball and a strike. Counts it's 1-1 one one in the bottom of the fourth inning. Here's the pitch from Gracie Wright. Misses low and inside for a ball, 2-1. Trying to get Mallory Wolk, I think, to go fishing a little bit there on a pitch that was close, but inside. I think she was trying to get her to swing at it and swing over the top of it. A 2-1. On the inside part of the plate, swung on, foul into the net. And the count is 2-2 two and two for Wolk. It has been a while since uh, St. Genevieve's had a base runner. That was Hope Schmelzley, who got uh, hit by a pitch back in the second inning. Actually, uh, a base hit in the top of the third from Ava Huber. The 2-2. Sliced foul. But other than Huber, no one has been able to get a hit today yeah. for St. Genevieve. And that's Wiener it. reached on an error, and Schmelzi was hit by a pitch, and that's it. And that's funny because we talked about the fact that early in the game they had runners at second and third and nobody out, courtesy of Ava Huber and an error. The 2-2. Right back to Gracie Wright. She leaps and pulls it down with the left hand in the glove. Just a little bit, uh, as I said before, with the first baseman. If she'd been a little taller, she'd have got that one well. If Gracie had been a little shorter, she wouldn't have got to that. She jumped up high, took it down for the first out. That brings Beckerman to the plate. She's 0 for 1. Strikeout swinging. Hits this one into right field. It'll drop down for a base hit as it stays fair. Lily Francis, the right fielder, gets it into second. It's a one-out single for Beckerman, and there's the first hit of the game for St. Genevieve that does not come from a player named Alyssa Huber. Brave Huber, excuse me. I'll tell you what, right now, too, and that was a decent play there by Lily Francis. She couldn't get to it. She couldn't uh, catch it on a hop either, but she was able to stop it. Had it got by her, that might have been all the way to uh, third base for the runner. Swing and a miss. Schmelz Lee behind in the count 0-1. Beckerman with a nice piece of hitting. Stands at first. The one popped up shallow center field. Morgan Simley coming on, calls off the shortstop hedge course. She's got to throw to first, and the only reason we don't have a double play, it got the back of the head of Alyssa Beckerman as she was coming back into first, and she'll squat down. That might have actually got her square on the back, and that's not going to feel good, Glenn, but it prevented a double play because she was way off the bag at first, and Morgan Simley again with another bullet from center field. This time it would have doubled her up. 
Well, it was a great job defensively by Simile, but first of all, taking charge. Everybody was around that ball, and she was like, nope, that's mine. She took charge. She grabbed it. We already seen her arm earlier in this game. She fired a strike to first base. Unfortunately for West County, hit the runner in the back. Beckerman ready to go. And the first pitch to Mia Schweiger misses low for a ball, 1-0. Yeah, that'll hurt again uh, tomorrow, but uh, right now, if that run comes around to score, it won't hurt as bad. The 0-1, popped up, foul territory, first base side. Beckerman's got it. She hustles back to first, but that catch was the third and final out. No chance for a double play there, but she would have had it if there was only one or fewer outs in this inning. So the St. Genevieve Dragons and the West County Lady Bulldogs play to a draw through four innings complete as we head to the fifth. West County with Walmack, Wright, and Tongay do up after this in the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO. McCary Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years, like American Metal and Mineral Point, offering full collision and classic restoration over 100 years of combined experience. American Metal also gives glass replacement and chip repair, paintless dent removal, and a lifetime warranty on their work. Voted Best Body Shop in the Parkland in 2018. American Metal and Collision is located on Business Park Drive in Mineral Point. And if you're looking for name recognition, look no further than Brad Wooten with Brad Wooten Auto Body. Located in the beautiful Arcadia Valley, Brad Wooten has a 10,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility with factory trained technicians and loaner cars on site. It's Brad Wooten Auto Body located at 401 North Main Street in Ironton. LeCarry Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the Parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown repair shops. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Shelter Insurance Agent Scott Haggerty in Park Hills, Kilster Mary Lee in Chester, Illinois, your local Plaza Tire Service, Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge, and Graphic Options in Farmington. 9-1-2 and two due up for the West County Lady Bulldogs. As the pitch misses away for a ball, 1-0 your counts. Top of the fifth inning, no score, and the MAAA Conference Tournament Championship game. Been a fun three days so far. A couple good games on hand, looking for one more fun contest to finish us off. And so far, it's lived up to the hype. 2-0 your count as Ava Greer misses downstairs to Natalie Walmack, who's 0-1. for Make it 3-0. No, that got the corner. 2-1. Umpire's right hand is kind of in slow motion. He doesn't give it the point like we've seen before. It's kind of straight up and then back down. Misses low and away for a ball. 3-1 now the count. A couple of times I've been shielded and haven't seen anything. I saw a strike go up on the board. Pulled on the left-hand side, past the diving Matty Terry as it stays fair and into left field for a base hit to lead off the top of the inning. Natalie Womack is on. And everyone has reached, or every inning rather, a West County Lady Bulldog has reached safely. The closest we've had to a 1-2-3 inning was the second when Kavalowski, quote-unquote, reached base safely but then turned the wrong way after reaching first base and was tagged out. And that's six hits, I believe, right now. It's what I've got down for the yard. Six runners, anyway. Five of those hits, one a hit by pitch. Low for a ball, 1-0. Now actually, Gracie Wright, who's one for two in this game. Yeah. Last time she came up, she was the one involved in that ball that was hit to the left side. It looked like a hit going through, but it hit her as it went by for the final out of the inning. And that could have been problematic for St. Genevieve if it 
didn't hit her. I thought at first it didn't, and Ava Huber was just kind of screened by Gracie Wright, and that's why it was misplayed, but it ricocheted off of Wright and up into the face area of Ava Huber, and that was the issue there as that one misses low for ball three. Three balls, no strikes or count. Ava Greer having a bit of trouble with the location in this inning. The 3-0. Get me over strike three and one. Yeah, that ball, when it hit her, you could tell instantly she was angry because I think she was trying to outrun it, get in front of it before it actually got to her, but it didn't happen that way. 3-1, hit in the air, left center field. It'll drop down out of this ballpark for a base hit. A line drive home run to center field for Gracie Wright. I thought that was staying in the park, but that thing stayed flat and never had any dip at all until it made its way to the parking lot. And we got our first two runs of the game. It's Gracie Wright going yard. Two nothing West County. Well, I had no doubt whatsoever that was going to be a hit when it came off the bat because you could see the trajectory of the ball going away from the center fielder. But just like you, I had no idea that was going to clear the fence until right at the last second it was dipped in up and over the HSB sign and gone. And the uh, West County Lady Bulldogs, I think a little surprised too. It's two to nothing. That's pure strength from Gracie Wright that, there. If you're going to hit a home run that straight, that flat, you really got to be a strong player to put the power behind it when you don't have the right launch angle. I mean, that flat of a launch angle, for it to be out of the park, that's an impressive swing from Gracie Wright, showing off the power. We talk about her pitching all the time, and, yeah, she's the leadoff hitter, but that's a really, really strong swing from Gracie Wright. 2-0 West County. And here's Tongay behind in the count, 0-2, waves at the first pitch, fouls the second one behind and out of play. And we always talk about it, how big was that hit by uh, Natalie Womack getting on in front of her, the number nine hitter. You can say, yeah, well, she still would have hit the home run, but, yeah, that's an extra run out there for you. Leo 2 skips to the plate. Ball and two strikes. Ava Greer now, she having a little trouble hitting the strike zone before that, and then when Gracie Wright muscled that one out of there, she's come back with a couple of strikes. Hit on the ground, right back to the pitcher, Greer. She knocks it down, throws the first, and there's out number one in the top of the fifth inning. That one almost got up the middle, too, so Greer made a great play just to get to it and knock it down and then calmly picked it up and threw the runner out at first. Otherwise, West County would be back in business with a runner on first and only one out. Here comes Morgan Simley to the plate. One down, top of the fifth inning. She's 0 for 2 so far. Watches the first one miss for ball one. Pop out to first in foul territory and was out to end the inning two innings ago when she hit the grounder that hit Gracie Wright. Greer in the circle, waiting for Morgan Simley to dig back in. She does, slightly closed stance. The one up. Outside part of the plate, trying to frame it as Chloe Staffen doesn't get the call. Two and out. Some of the uh, trains moving in the background make a big noise when they take off or when they come to a stop. The 2-0 misses low and away for a ball. Three balls, no strikes to Morgan Simile. And that's always my favorite part out here is when you've got the teams that are unfamiliar, especially when they're in the field with the trains, not used to them. And you got one that's coming in and just hits the brakes hard. And it's that screeching <laughs> brake and, you know, we're... You know, when it applies the brakes, it makes that loud thud, and everyone kind of looks around like, what was that? Exactly. And so it's kind of very similar to a 
thunderclap. So yeah. everybody looks up and, wait a minute, there's not very many clouds in the sky. What's going on here? Morgan Simley works the walk as ball four missed low. It's a four-pitch walk for Morgan Simley. And Reese Smith having a great game. We'll dig in. She's two for two with a pair of singles, one to third, or one to first, and one to left field. Her last first time up, pitch strike. Last time up, she made it over to third base and was in scoring position with only one out but failed to get uh, across the plate. Wide open stance, right-handed batter's box. The 0-1 misses low. Morgan Simley's going to take off for second base as it gets away from the catcher. Staffen Huber holds up her right hand, signaling the Staffen. Now just hold on to it. We don't have a chance. Morgan Simley to second base. And at the top of the fifth inning, West County has drawn first blood here. 2-0 they lead as they have gotten to Ava Greer. The 1-1. High and outside. A ball or two balls and a strike. The two one. Low and inside. Three balls and a strike. Ava Greer, as I mentioned before, having a hard time finding the strike zone in this inning. She was 70% or higher in each of the first four innings here in the fifth. Eight of 22 have found the strike zone for 36%. The three one. It'll drop even further. There's ball four. Make it 8 of 23 pitches in this inning for strikes. 34% now for strikes. And here comes Becky Kime, the head coach of the St. Genevieve Dragons, out with the entire infield in the circle as well to have a conversation. She's got a lot of trust in this ball club here. A team with a lot of young players, Ava Greer, Chloe Staffin, Ava Huber, all sophomores. Alyssa Beckerman is a freshman. The only two seniors on the infield, at least, are Mia Schweigert at second and Maddie Terry at third base. And stepping out from the meeting is the head coach, Becky Kime. Second year at the helm, 12-4 and four overall. Number one seed in the MAAA Conference Tournament. They were awarded the regular season title prior to this game beginning. And a lot of fun to talk to in games as well. Swing and a miss. Fastball blown past Grace Barton, and the count is 0-1. Doing a great job hosting as well. Kingston was the quote-unquote host club, but elected to have the top seeds host all the way through, at least in those rounds that the top seed will play in. So it's been St. Genevieve on this end of the bracket all the way through. Valley Catholic hosted their end of the quarterfinal round, and Potosi has hosted the rest of the way. Leo one, high and outside, ball and a strike. I think the best thing about having Morgan Simley out at second base, she has got very long legs, so it does not take her a lot of strides to get from second to third. It's not really speed, it's just she covers a lot of ground. Bunt, right back to the pitcher, picking it up. Greer, throw to first, keeping her foot on the bag is Beckerman, and she will run back across the diamond to keep Simley at third. That was a great example there as Barton bunted that ball back to first. By the time the pitcher had it, Morgan Simile was well over halfway to third base. I mean, there was no chance of anybody getting her over there. They throw it to first in a very close play at first as well. Morgan Simile along with Alexis Hedgecourt who steps to the plate and Gracie Wright, the three of them fresh off another final four run for the West County Lady Bulldogs girls basketball team, their second in as many years. The two final four runs in program history as well. Even though they didn't come home with any hardware representing third place or higher, you know that they're going to be proud when they look back on those years and trying to cap off 
the careers of Morgan Simley and Gracie Wright with more accolades here in the sport of spring softball. So far, they've got the MAAA regular season title, trying to get the conference title as well. Or excuse me, St. Genevieve got the regular season title, trying to get the conference tournament title. Swing and a miss, gets past the catcher's staff, and Morgan Simley will come in to score from third. It's a three-run top of the fifth inning, and it's 3 nothing West County Lady Bulldogs. Yeah, that ball just got by on the inside and went back to the backstop, and those uh, big legs and long strides of Morgan Simley came right down that third baseline without hesitation. No play at all, 3 nothing now. Count now, two balls and a strike. Hedgecourt digs back in, waves at that one, strike two. Fastball on the outside part of the plate, she's behind. And also uh, moving up to third base is Reese Smith, so another runner with a potential run out there at third base. The 2-2, fouled straight back, just getting a piece of it, Alexis Hedgecourt. That's the thing about it, if Alexis Hedgecourt can put this ball in play, even just hitting it on the infield, you never know what might transpire. Uh, you could get another run if you're West County. Greer with the 2-2. Chopper to short. It's going to be a tough play. Huber, quick throw to first to get the speedy Alexis Hedgecourt up the line for the third and final out. And that will end the top of the fifth inning. But the West County Lady Bulldogs, they plate three on two hits. No errors. And they leave one stranded at third base. St. Genevieve finding themselves trailing by three. We head to the bottom of the fifth inning where they'll send Cook, Huber, and Wiener to the plate. After this on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit MineralAreaDoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at MineralAreaDoor.com. Serving you since 1978. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of local high school sports on KFMO. Call financial advisors John Brown or Madison Brown in Farmington at 573-756-9002 for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member FDIC. High school softball on KFMO is brought to you by American Family Insurance Agent Harry Peterson in Farmington, Bryant Restoration in Bonterre, Mineral Area Overhead Door in Park Hills, and CarSmart of Farmington. Gracie Wright back in the circle for the West County Lady Bulldogs, now working with a lead of three to nothing. And she'll face nine, one, and two in the order for the St. Genevieve Dragons. Pulled on the left-hand side, backhanded by Hedgecourt, sticks her foot in the turf, across the diamond, and it pops out of the glove of Riley Kavalowski. Otherwise, Alexis Hedgecourt would have just had a Derek Jeter-esque play to make that throw all the way across the diamond. Well, that was a great play and a great throw, and Kowalowski just could not hang on to it. She stretched out as far as she could, and I think she lost her balance when she caught it. That took her off the bag, and the ball dropped out of her glove. Here comes Ava Huber with the runner on, and strike one taken by Huber. 0-1, oh, your count. So who do you give the air to on that one? I'm giving it to Kowalowski. I thought that was a great throw from Hedgecourt, <laughs> and Kowalowski was stretching to get closer to it, I think, to try to make the play, but... It popped out of her glove. I think that's one even she will admit after this that she should have had. Fouled back into the netting. 0-2 the count to Ava Huber, who's having a nice night. Two for two with a pair of singles to right field. That's what you hate to see after getting a uh, three spot in the top of the fifth. You want to get that first out. That kind of sets the tone for the inning. Even looking further ahead than the first out, I love when you see 
a team just get a really quick one, two, three inning that works quickly and get your offense right back out there. Don't even give the pitcher a chance to really sit down, relax, and reset themselves in the dugout. Get them right back out there in the circle. Pitch misses for a ball to Huber. Hit on the ground to the right-hand side and through for a base hit. Into right field, the third single to right for Ava Huber on the game. Ava Huber has figured out where to hit that ball coming out of the hands of Gracie Wright. All three times hitting it to the right side, all three times picking up a hit. Now St. Jen has got something going. Capacity crowd here at Leon's Field in St. Genevieve. Many of them sporting the green for the St. Genevieve Dragons. A lot of purple spread out throughout as well. Sporting West County that always travels well. And St. Genevieve's got the game-tying run up at the plate in Brianna Wiener. Pitch misses inside for a ball, 1-0. I talked to the uh, coach of the St. Genevieve uh, Lady Dragons a few weeks ago, and she was talking about Brianna and the fact that uh, she has that kind of almost Ichiro-type batting stance where she swings and kind of drags it as she leaves the batter's box. The 1-0. Bunt up the third baseline. It's a good one. Smith is there, though. She makes the throw to first in time to get the out. I don't mind that play from Wiener, though. The sacrifice bunt advancing the runners. There's still plenty of softball to be played even after this inning. Let's set the table for the middle of the order. Try to get at least two here. And it took a good throw by the third baseman, uh, Reese Smith, as well. If she comes in and just kind of takes her time with that, then you've got bases loaded nobody out because she was hustling down the, the uh, first baseline. Yeah, I think that was kind of one of those. It's in between a drag and a sacrifice bunt. You'll take the sacrifice, but it's not like... Wiener was waiting for the pitch, already squared up, showing bunt. Well, I talked to her coach about that, and she said, I said, it's kind of like Ichiro's batting stance, the way he kind of left the batter's box almost as he was getting the uh, ball down. And she said, yeah, I'm trying to get her to stop doing that as much. So a little bit of in-between there, got her a, a good bunt that time. Count 0-2 as Maddie Terry watches two go by. Here's Gracie Wright with the pitch, fouled straight back. Gracie Wright has pitched out in some big trouble here today already, and she needs to try to get uh, another uh, good inning here of getting out of trouble. The 0-2, swung and a miss, low and away, rung up is Maddie Terry for out number two, and here comes Chloe Staffen. No runners at second and third, one out. Oh, runners at second and third and two outs. You're not out of the woods yet with the uh, cleanup hitter Chloe Staffen up at the plate. She's 0 for 2 today. Pop out to center field and a pop out to shortstop. Takes ball one. I want to know your count to Staffen. Right, ready to go, working quickly. The 1-0. Outside, got enough of the plate. It's a strike, one and one. Chloe Staffen had a line drive down to the third baseline earlier in this game, which she really turned on a ball. She has that open batting stance as well. The 1-1 misses low and inside for a ball. Two balls and a strike. So you kind of tend to think that maybe with that open batting stance, a lot of what she's going to do is going to be pulled to the left side. The 2-1, sliced foul. Count is 2-2. Two two. Gracie Wright trying to strand runners in scoring position yet again. So do you work her to the outside corner with that open batting stance a little bit? I leave it to Gracie Wright. Whatever she thinks is best. I'm not the expert in that part. And Gracie Wright does strand two more in scoring position. 
Five base runners for St. Genevieve have reached second base or further. Not one of them have come home to score. No runs, one hit, an error. And those two runners are left stranded on second and third. We are through five complete in the MAAA Conference Tournament Championship game. West County with a 3-0 lead. Inning break brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sansegra in Farmington. And Jonathan Steffen in Deloge on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here, Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock, offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart, think car smart. Where buying a car isn't rocket science. At Missouri Baptist University, students experience more than higher education. It's more than degrees and more than meaningful relationships. It's about transformation. The outlook you'll leave with will bring light to darkness and set the foundation to become the person you've always wanted, your best. MBU is the place to build character as well as earning potential. Learn more at mobap.edu. To learn more about how you can join us this summer, call 573-431-9700 or visit us at our Farmington Regional Learning Center. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Belgrade State Banks, State Farm Insurance Agent Chris Morrison in Farmington, and Pettis Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Farmington. Top of the sixth inning, three to nothing your score. West County Lady Bulldogs look to build on their lead here. They've got seven, eight, and nine due up. The bottom third of the order set to bat for West County. They got to Ava Greer for three an inning ago. As Greer, a lot of that was self-inflicted as she couldn't find the strike zone as well as she had throughout this game. And she pumps a fastball by Kavaloski upstairs. 0-1, your count. Kavaloski's had a little bit of a rough day today. She'd love to get on base here to kind of set the table for the bottom of the lineup as she takes strike two on the outside corner, maybe to get some uh, more runs into this ballgame. If she did, it wouldn't be her first time on base safely. Technically speaking, she reached first base safely on a drop third strike but turned towards second and was and was tagged out. Strikeout for Kavaloski as she goes down for out number one, swinging on a pitch low in the zone. Here comes Lamar to the dish. And Lamar's had a rough day at the plate as well. Two strikeouts as well coming into this at bat. A bunt up the third baseline. It's a good one. Staffen picks it up. No throw to first. Not enough time as the freshman Lacey Lamar digs it out. And that's exactly what you want from your number eight hitter, Lacey Lamar. Get that bunt down, beat it out, get on base, set up the uh, game for the number nine hitter, Natalie Womack, who was on base when Gracie Wright jacked one over the left center field fence. One for two. She reached on a hard ground ball to left field that got past the third baseman, Matty Terry. Otherwise, she's got to ground out the short. One and oh, your count. I'm still kind of thinking about that line drive home run. It was like it got steroids somewhere out in the <laughs> middle of the left field uh, alley there the 1-0 swung on a miss well here's the thing you seldom see that in high school baseball Mm -hmm. a line drive home run like that i knew the cape cod baseball league some of the best of the best in college baseball where kids are you know half the league is going to get drafted by the end of the year to major league baseball i saw only one of those home runs like that at that level of play i just saw one from gracie wright earlier (laughs) count is one and two swing and a miss strike three 
Two outs, top of the sixth inning, and look out, because here comes Gracie Wright once again to dig into the left-handed batter's box. Here's the thing, too. She hit that to the opposite field. It was left center field, closer to straightaway center, but it's not like she pulled that one down the line at all either. Yeah, it was an inside-out type of swing, kind of like she was hitting it. Uh, actually looked like it was headed to straightaway center, but you could see the trajectory of that ball starting to go to the left, and now we've got a conference going on in the mound with uh, St. Jen. And their head coach, Becky Kime, going out to have a chat. Interesting that it comes 1-0 and oh in the count. But I think against Gracie Wright, you don't want to risk it again against her. So you just kind of pitch to her, but don't pitch to her? Or, I mean, what are you going to do here? Let the... Take your chances, try to get her out, or you're going to try to just give her something. Maybe she'll go fishing for it. I think you're going to pitch to her. I don't think the intentional walk's going to come here because usually that wouldn't require the coach to come out and waste a mound visit. The 1-0. Inside, dropped in for a strike. Really filthy pitch from Greer as it tied up. Gracie Wright at the plate. Ball and a strike. Some of those players, like a Gracie Wright or some of the uh, bigger hitters, you do pitch to them, but you just don't want to give them much to hit. Kind of pitch around them, if you will. Jansen, a double play to second baseman Schweiger. She throws to the shortstop Huber for one, throw to first. Well, that's it. They don't need the double play. And Huber is now laughing as she airmailed it over to first base. She was ready for the double play to turn two. Instead, it's a fielder's choice ground out, 4-6 to end the sixth or the top half of the sixth inning the west county lady bulldogs no run to hit no errors and one runner left stranded on base st genevieve with Wolk, beckerman and schmelzley two up in the bottom of the sixth down by three on kfmo complete vision care in lettington and festus proudly serving the parklands eye care needs since 1966 we would like to thank you for voting complete vision care as the best eye doctor of the parkland five years in a row complete vision care in lettington and festus the ideal choice growing up my parents always encouraged me to do what's right even if it wasn't easy i'd always hear my mother's voice say do the right thing that stuck with me Every day, just do the right thing. That's it. The rest takes care of itself. At Shelter Insurance, we believe in doing the right thing for our customers and our communities. Find the award-winning service you need with the Haggerty Agency in Park Hills. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Wade's Automotive in Farmington, Prairie Farms Dairies in Park Hills, Sam Sism Ford Lincoln in Park Hills, Missouri Baptist University in Farmington, and Weems Insurance Agency in Farmington. Inning and five, six, and seven due up for the St. Henry Dragons trying to get a run home against Gracie Wright. It's a 1-0 count. Wolk digs back in, 0-2 in the game so far, missing upstairs, 2-0. Strikeout swinging and a flyout to the pitcher, Gracie Wright. That's the day so far for Mallory Wolk. The 2-0. Dropped in for a strike. Two balls and a strike. Gracie Wright would like to go through the uh, number five, six, and seven hitters if she can and bring up the bottom of the lineup in the seventh. It would still, no matter what, we're guaranteed to see Ava Huber at some point. Right now, if it's the next six in a row that go down for St. Genevieve, she would be the last one up for the next five in a row, I guess you will. She would be the sixth to come to the plate in the bottom of the seventh inning. 
golf swing. Bloop to the shortstop Hedgecourt, who's got it on a fly for out number one. And Hedgecourt just reaching over there, long hands and uh, long arms out there, getting to that ball easily, picking up that first out, and that's what you want to see if you're Gracie Wright. You see why she was such a great frontcourt member of the Final Four bound West County Lady Bulldogs basketball team. Now, they killed it on the glass, just destroying teams in the rebounding and defensive category this year, and in large part to the size that they had. Alexis Hedgecourt, Morgan Simley out in center field. We've talked about her speed. She was a big part of that, too. you got to know that that confidence you get from playing in a big-time game, it's got to translate over into other sports. The 0-1, look out, gets Beckerman. And she'll take first base, which brings Schmelzley up to the dish. Beckerman didn't like it, but she'll take it. Yeah, it's not the most fun way to reach base safely, but it gets you there. You got to know that the uh, the just the confidence, the idea that uh, you expect to win when you come out on the field has to translate from one sport to another, even though they're not really similar. Well, Coach Weiss has spoken about it at length before. The head coach of the Central Rebels football team, assistant coach of the baseball team, about how he is a firm believer that success in sports can snowball into other sports as a breaking ball beautiful pitch dropped in for a strike from gracie Wright. oh and two your count you know in particular his example that he used was joe bryant coming off a great uh basketball season and casey murphy coming off a great baseball season leading to their success in football this past year one two your count Speaking of those two, Joe Bryant's having a phenomenal basketball season again this year. And Cason Murphy, just an unreal baseball season this year. Both at the dish and on the mound for the Central Rebels baseball team. He is a fun player to watch. The count sits one and two now for Hope Schmelzley, who is 0 for 1 on the day. Misses. And the count is 2 and 2. Don't remember who it pitch was. And a pop out to center field. That's the day so far for Schmelzley. Don't remember who it was, but a major league player recently. Hammered left field deep, and it will one hop the fence as Tange can't track it down before then. Well, that was a loud, long hit, but just a little too much underneath it. And it lands for just a single. Well, first of all, you've got West County playing to the right a little bit. The left fielder, J.C. Tongay, was playing not straightaway center, but a little bit more towards center field. That ball seemed like it was in slow motion. Just stayed up and up and up and eventually hit the ground and kind of died out there. And all she could get out of that was a long single. Runners at first and second. Had a lot of hang time on it, but all said and done, not enough carry to get it out of the ballpark. And that brings the game-tying run to the plate in Mia Schweigert and another runner in scoring position for St. Genevieve. That's their sixth different runner to reach second base or further in this game. We'll see if they can get her to come around and score. It's Beckerman, the 1-0. Fouled back, 1-1. What I was getting ready to say was, uh, I don't remember which player it was, but it was a player that had gone down several times, finally came up and got it in the majors. And they asked him, what's the difference? And he said, confidence. Once I got the confidence, I could do what I'm doing now. The 1-1, low and inside, it misses for a ball, two balls and a strike. And I think that's the hardest part of high school baseball and high school softball, especially in the spring season here, because it's such a short season, the 2-1. Swung and a miss, 2-2. Two two. I've talked with a couple coaches about it throughout this past week, but it really started when I chatted with Jeff Montgomery of the Festus Tigers baseball and softball teams during the fall uh, on Friday in their Woodbat tournament contest against Farmington before the game. Swing and a miss, strike three. 
Two outs in the bottom of the sixth inning with Beckerman on second and Schmelzley staying on first. That brings Alyssa Cook to the plate. Uh, we were talking about how, you know, it's got to be so hard in high school baseball and softball to pull yourself out of a hitting streak because you think in Major League Baseball you have a hitting streak for a month. There's still a lot of time to get out of it or a slump for a month. You, there's a lot of time to get yourself out of that slump, out of that, you know, little rut that you're in. You slump for a month in softball, that's half your season yeah. right there. That's gone. And even you can have a good second half after that, but your numbers aren't going to look great on the season. That's going to hurt your confidence. First pitch in there for a strike. Second one misses for a ball to Alyssa Cook. And that's, the, I think, the biggest challenge that coaches and players have in these sports. I mean, for St. Genevieve, their season started on time on March the 18th. May the 2nd is their final regular season game. Yeah, plus you're getting 500 at-bats at least in a major league uh, season. That gives you a lot of time to get that thing corrected, as you said. Missing for a ball, dropped in for a strike. We're all leaving at 2-2. Two and two. I mean, you're looking at two weeks in March, all of April, and then two days in May. Like, you you slump for a month, you slump for all of April. You've got, like, what, half a dozen games left at that point? Swing and a miss. Strike three. Gracie Wright gets the strikeout to leave yet another runner stranded in scoring position. We are through six complete. And the West County Lady Bulldogs are one inning away from capturing another MAAA Conference Tournament title. We'll step aside, return with the seventh inning. You're listening to the MAAA Conference Tournament Championship Game on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO. It's finally warming up. The sun is shining. The rain is falling, which means the flowers are blooming. And I have a fever. Spring fever, that is. Ashley says I'm here from Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. The sunshine makes us happy around here, and we want to help spread the fever. So get outside and come check out our spring fever sales event. Cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs, from Ford to Volkswagen, and all makes and models in between. We have window tech specials popping up like daisies. Allergies may have you in a fog, but it's clear to clear here this April. Find your car, find your payment, and find yourself driving away in a newer and nicer car this spring with no hassles. Do some spring cleaning and trade your old car now, even if you owe more than it's worth. We want to help you jump over all those bad credit puddles and get you approved. You may just end up with spring fever, too. Find your car, find your payment, and find yourself driving away in a newer, nicer car during our spring fever sales event. But hurry, we won't be spring cleaning for long. We want you to visit us today at Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home with lifetime warranty. Call 431-3177 or shop online at SismFord.com. Some negative equity may be refinanced. Offers may not combine. See dealer for details. High school softball on KFMO is brought to you by Shelter Insurance Agent Scott Haggerty in Park Hills, Kilster Mary Lee in Chester, Illinois, your local Plaza Tire Service, Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge, and Graphic Options in Farmington. Top of the seventh inning we go. 3 nothing. your score. West County. The chance to add some insurance runs here. 2, 3, and 4 do up in the order. A ball outside to Tange, 1-0 your count. J.C. Tange, 1-3 for three on the day, singled on the fly ball to center field. Otherwise, she struck out swinging and then grounded out right back up the middle. 1-0 count to Tange. Ava Greer in the circle, trying to keep it a three-run game. High and outside, missing for a ball, 1-0. We've seen that little bit of wild streak in her once in a while. Saw it again uh, earlier this year. In a game against Arcadia Valley, just kind of lost the strike zone for a little bit. Probably all mechanics, but uh, she needs to find it here because she doesn't need any more damage done here in the seven. The 2-0. Missing low and away for a ball, 3-0. and We've seen that throughout points in this tournament. You go back to the quarterfinal round where against the Kingston Lady Cougars, 
walking three batters in the opening inning was Ava Huber. She put three on. None of them would come home to score. As taking one low and inside is Tange for ball four. And an insurance run is on for J.C. Tange and the West County Lady Bulldogs as Morgan Simile will step to the plate and look to bring her home. Ava Greer with the pitch. Finds the corner low and away, strike one. Now you don't want to forget completely about that runner at first base, but you do want to kind of get that out of your mind because you want to get after these uh, batters as they go. And now uh, C.J. Wright's come out to talk a little bit. Yeah, he's having a conversation with Morgan Simile. And he was signaling something to the dugout, I thought. It's a brief conversation. He's going to bring out a courtesy runner out of first base, I believe. Uh, he's going to put someone out for J.C. Tongay. Abby Burgess will come in for her. Technically, as the left fielder, Tongay can't be courtesy ran, but I believe they'll be able to insert her back into the game. Count sits 0-1 to Morgan Simile. I guess you saw the talk about Major League Baseball looking into that now. Yeah, the designated runner. Bopped up foul territory, first base side. Not enough room this time in the ballpark to contain it. As Alyssa Beckerman watches it ding off the roof of the West County Lady Bulldogs dugout. And Major League Baseball continuing to use the Atlantic League, which hosts my hometown Long Island Ducks, five minutes from where I grew up. But that's a, kind of the guinea pig league, if you will, for Major League Baseball now for trying out new rule changes. There's a swing and a miss for Morgan Simile. She's down on strikes for out number one. Throw down to first. Diving back in time is Burgess. She almost got doubled up. But the designated runner is a new rule that Major League Baseball will be looking at where you can have someone on your bench that at any point in the game, and I believe you can only do it once, you can put them out to run for someone without removing that player from the lineup. Takes me back to 1973 in the Oakland A's, the world champion Oakland A's. Swing and a miss, 0-1 to Reese Smith. Been a long time since we've been able to say that. But Herb Washington, uh, Charlie Finley, who was the owner of the uh, Oakland A's, had a designated runner, a guy he wanted to put into the game whenever they uh, got into situations. Clubbed left field over the Leon Field sign in St. Genevieve and Reese Smith mashes a two-run blast to left field. 5 nothing, Lady Bulldogs as they get a pair of insurance runs here in the top of the seventh inning. Well, that surprised nobody. I mean, the last home run we saw surprised a lot of folks. That ball was hammered, and it went over the Leon's field sign into the uh, center field, left center field uh, parking lot area. That ball was smashed, and it is five to nothing. I'm surprised that it cleared the scoreboard. I mentioned before, this is a nice scoreboard they got here at Leon's Field. I was expecting it to ding off the scoreboard. That cleared it with ease by a good four, five, maybe six feet over the top of the scoreboard in left center field. What a blast from Reese Smith. Second home run of the game for West County. That's how they've gotten all of their runs but one throughout this contest. 1-0, the count now to Grace Barton. Popped up, first base side, it'll drift into right field. Schweigert there in shallow territory. The second baseman goes out and makes the play for the second out. And here comes Alexis Hedgecourt to the plate. 
Well, a lot of work coming for the West Town or the St. Genevieve Dragons if they want to come back in this one, but they've got the right people coming up to lead off the bottom of the seventh inning. It's the top of the order due up for them, but they got to get there first as Alexis Hedgecourt digs in. She'll golf one into right field for a base hit. Uh, it's just amazing how ball, how hard that ball was hit and how it took off about the time it got to where the shortstop stands. It just kept going and going. And, and, and like you said, I thought that ball was going to hit the scoreboard. thought we were going to hear a big thud out in left center field. Instead, it cleared the scoreboard, almost heard a big thud in the parking lot. Sliced foul and up the line and taking context out of it in terms of like what kind of game it was or whatever those are the two most impressive home runs i've seen in what is now my eighth season covering spring softball and baseball as well since i've been out here popped up foul territory out of play i mean those two were just different kind of home runs that were just crushed the laser home run to opposite field for gracie wright and Reese Smith clearing the scoreboard in left field. You could have had the green monster out there and left, and she would have cleared it. Pitch in the turf. Throw down to second as Hedgecourt takes off. She's got second base safely on a steal. It misses for a ball, and the count's one and two. Now, this is a different kind of dramatic top of the seventh inning. If the St. Genevieve Dragons were able to get a couple of those runners home that they got into scoring position. In fact, if every runner who reached scoring position came home to score, that's not enough. And this ball game's over. Is there strike three swinging? Cavalosti goes down to end the top of the seventh inning. It could be some runs for St. Genevieve, but they don't have any. But the West County Lady Bulldogs, courtesy of one big, big, big swing from Reese Smith, they get two runs in the seventh inning, and they lead five to nothing as we head to the home half. West County, Gracie Wright. She hasn't allowed a run yet in the MAAA Conference Tournament. Looking to keep it that way when we return after this on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Today's tax laws are complicated. A relatively simple return can be confusing. It is easy to overlook deductions to which you are entitled. Hi, I'm John Boyd with Boyd & Associates in Farmington. Accounting is what we do best. We are professional, experienced, affordable, and offer a broad range of services for business owners, executives, and independent professionals. We turn complicated matters into simple concepts. Find us online at boyd-cpa.com. Boyd & Associates, we are proud supporters of high school sports. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit MineralAreaDoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at MineralAreaDoor.com. Serving you since 1978. Huber leads off the bottom of the seventh inning, smokes one up the third baseline and into left field for a double. And she's on in scoring position, representing one of the potential five runs that St. Genevieve needs if they want to come back in this one and force a walk-off win or extra innings. Pitch misses upstairs for a ball. Here's the problem. Gracie Wright has been lights out all tournament long as the lights are on here at Leon's Field. She hasn't allowed a run yet as the three seed in the tournament as well. Shut down Arcadia Valley in a four-inning, 15-nothing victory. Blanked 
the offensive leaders in the conference in Valley Catholic, who entering that game were averaging over 12.5 runs per game and trying to shut down the offense of the St. Genevieve Dragons. She hasn't allowed a run yet as we head to the bottom of the seventh inning. A runner on second, 3-0 counts, dropped in for a strike. Her mechanic's getting a little bit off, maybe rushing through it just a bit, and she got herself a 3-0 count and now throws a strike. The 3-1. Swung out a miss, 3-2. Chasing that one out in front of the zone is Wiener. Fought foul up the third baseline. Count remains three balls, two strikes. You've got Huber at second base. St. Genevieve will need a rally here to come back in this one. 3-2, misses low for a ball. Two of the five that St. Genevieve need to come home and score are standing on base. Huber, the seventh St. Genevieve Dragon to reach scoring position, but again, none of them have scored. And are we going to see a pinch hitter coming to the plate here? I think we will. Yeah, Maddie Terry is due up here. She is uh, 0 for 3, having grounded out to the pitcher, grounded out to the second baseman, and struck out in her first three at-bats. Autumn Werner will step in. She was dinged up throughout part of this tournament. Questionable whether or not she was going to be able to play. She didn't start this game, but she's in here to bat for Maddie Terry, who is 0 for 3 on the day so far. pair of ground outs on the infield and a strikeout swinging. If you're St. Jen, you're not interested in moving runners up. You're interested in putting the ball in play, hopefully finding a hole and get some runs in. First pitch, low and inside for a ball. One to know your counts. Yeah, Your goal is to avoid outs here. You're not right. trying to steal bases. You're not trying to uh, you know, drop a sacrifice or anything like that. You're just trying to keep the train moving because you need five runs. And being safe as opposed to getting an extra base you're going to take being safe every single time. Now, if there's only one out or something like that and they got a couple runs back, maybe it changes. But for right now, the goal of the game is don't be out. 1-1 misses low for a ball, 2-1. and one. Gracie Wright is getting a little bit wild but, uh, down low in the strike zone and a little bit high on the right side as well. The 2-1. Low and outside. Got the corner. It's a strike, and the count's 2-2. I didn't know if you saw that or not because yeah. it looked like, I thought, yep, there's your outside uh, ball three. Nope, that's strike two. The 2-2 pitch. Fought off foul by Werner. Barely getting a piece of it to stay alive. We've got Huber at second. Wiener at third. Werner would be the game-tying run if it were not for Gre- Reese Smith's bomb to left field. The 2-2. Smoke to left field. Reese Smith's got it. They're going to throw. No. She holds on to it. She had a chance to double play at second base with Walmack covering, but didn't throw it. I think she was wondering if Walmack was going to get back there or not, and she was trying not to fire it into the outfield, but she still had a play as the runner turned around to head back to second. Kind of slipped going back into second, but Reese put it in her pocket. Only one down. Line out to Reese Smith for the out. And here comes Chloe Staffen to the plate as Werner goes down. He's still got two on, one out, bottom of the seventh. Pulled foul up the third baseline. 
I don't think he could have hit that ball much harder than Werner did either because she hit the ball right on the nose, but right at uh, Reese Smith over at third. That was smoked. My only question at that point well, off the bat was, is this going to score a run? Are they going to send Huber home? Because like we said before, the name of the game at this point, avoid outs, not pushing for extra bases. Time called at the plate by Chloe Staffen. She's 0 for 3 on the day so far. Pop out to center field, pop out to shortstop, strikeout swinging her last time through. Neil one. Popped up high in the air on the infield. Infield fly rule is called. Alexis Hedgecourt's got it. And there's two outs in the bottom of the seventh inning. West County's one out away. Well, things were looking pretty bleak there at the first part of this inning. First two runners get on, and then you've got uh, a pinch hitter comes up, hits a line drive to third base. Looks like a possibility for runs, but right now, those same two runners still on, and now two outs. Inside, getting out of the way of it was Mallory Bolk. I thought it hit her for a second, but it passed by her cleanly. 1-0 high and outside, missing four ball, 2-0. Wolk in this ball game so far, struck out, lined out to the pitcher, hit that one really hard, and also a pop-up to short. Swing and a miss on the outside part of the plate. Two and one your count. That was a pitch, possibly ball three right there, but it was uh, such a motion going, cutting across the plate that she took her chances at it. West County trying to go back-to-back. The 2-1. Swing and a miss. Two balls and two strikes. St. Genevieve down to their final out. You hear a lot of the purple fans here just really making some noise down the right side. Here comes Gracie Wright. The 2-2. Fought off foul. We'll do it all again. And stepping out of the box. Mallory Wolk kind of fouled that off herself a little bit. You got Ava Huber at second. Wiener at first. Wright trying to strand him again. I'm looking down there at the number. The number is actually Ava Meyer. Fouled back. Oh, so we got a pinch hitter mm-hmm. in this game. I didn't even catch that good catch. I, did, I didn't either, and she turned around, and I happened to look down at 21 and saw, wait, that's 22. Ava Meyer was injured, and she's back, I guess, now to pinch hit here. I remember watching that uh, AV game. There were a lot of Avas out there, and I was looking for Ava Meyer in the starting lineup. The 2-2. Fought off foul again by Meyer. Not going down without a fight. She says, I got one at bat here. I'm going to make the best of it. West County won the first four MAAA Conference Tournament Spring Championships in a row. Central won in 2019. There was none in 2020. Central won in 21. Swing and a miss. Drop strike three. They go to third with it. And everyone's safe. Wait, off the bag. They didn't run to first. Meyer didn't run to first. She's out at first base. And that's how it ends. The West County Lady Bulldogs take it five to nothing on a heads-up play from Reese Smith to go back across the diamond with it to Kavalowski for the third and final out. And they are back-to-back champions of the MAAA Conference Tournament. What a wild finish to this game. And Gracie Wright, through the entire conference tournament, doesn't allow a single runner to come home and score. Wow.
<laughs> I was watching uh, at the uh, third baseman, Reese Smith. She was up the line as the catcher, Chloe Staffan, or rather uh, Grace Barton, grabbed the uh, ball. She decided to go to third to catch the runner headed there. Because she wasn't the only person that took off for another bag was Ava Huber. Exactly. She knew the situation. She ran to third and was safe at third. Reese Smith wasn't playing to make the play at third. I don't think she was expecting the throw to come to her. Yeah. But she's... Wiener didn't advance the second on the play, and Meyer didn't run up the line to first. And that's how it ends with the swing and a miss, dropped third strike, out at first base, 2-5-3. That's how it goes in your scorebook. That's exactly, and the, the big play right there was the fact that uh, the uh, pinch hitter did not run to first. If she had ran to first base, we might be looking at right now, bases loaded, yeah. two outs, but instead she thought she was out all the way. She just stood at home plate and watched, and uh, heads up by the West County team telling Reese Smith, hey, throw it first. She's not running. West County Lady Bulldogs, your champions in the MAAA Conference Tournament. Five to nothing. They take it for the second year in a row and the sixth time in program history. Bill Bass, American Family Insurance Postgame Show. Coming up next on AM 1240 KFMO.